The KCL or Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online, and on smart speaker. With thanks to the Fairgreen Shopping Centre gift card, the perfect gift for all occasions. See fairgreen.ie. Starting this morning, a uh, story we brought you yesterday of increasing parking charges from next Monday in Kilkenny City. Ian Gardner is the senior engineer for Kilkenny County Council, and he joins us on the line this morning. Good morning, Ian. Uh, good morning, Brian. First of all, take us back to the genesis of the thoughts, the planning around the changes uh, to the parking prices in Kilkenny City. Sure. So just to give it a bit of context, uh, there's about five and a, sorry, four and a half thousand parking spaces in Kilkenny City Centre. And about a thousand of those are in car parks that are maintained by Kilkenny County Council. And there's about 900 on-street spaces. So what we're talking about here is those 1,900 spaces. The other 2,500 plus spaces are under private control. So the review relates to those. That's about 40% of the parking provision in the city centre. So there's been no major or significant review of parking in the city for over a decade, and a lot has changed in the meantime. We've increased population, um, increased employment, and that all leads to increased car ownership, and to increase the demand then on the parking that we do have in Kilkenny. So we need to do something. We need to continually review our parking to make sure it works uh, effectively um, for residents, visitors and local businesses. And that's what we've done. So the measures, there's a number of measures were taken. Uh, the one that's got the headlines is increase in parking charges, which is uh, a bit misleading. We're not necessarily increasing parking charges. Um, there'll be lots of situations where parking charges will actually be reduced. So if I give you a couple of examples there. Sure. If we take the uh, market yard car park, so that would generate about half our parking income um, for Kilkenny County Council. So at the moment in market yard, you get 15 minutes free, and then it's 1.30 per hour afterwards. So if you go over 15 minutes, you're charged 1.30 straight away, and then when you go to two hours, you're charged another 1.30, so that'd be 2.60. So under the new regime, we want to make it a fair as well, so we're going to charge kind of pro rata. So you can pay in 15-minute segments in future, so what that will mean in the market yard is you still get the first 15 minutes free. And after 15 minutes, you would pay 50 cents for the next 15 minutes. So between 50 minutes and half an hour would be 50 cents. Between half an hour and 45 minutes would be a euro. And between 45 minutes and uh, an hour would be 150. So you can see there, uh, if you say between 15 and 30 minutes, you're paying 50 cents, whereas at the moment you'd pay 130. Um, 30 minutes to 45, you're paying a euro, whereas the moment you pay 130. And then 45 to an hour, you pay 150, whereas the moment you pay 130. So there are savings to be made, as well as increased charges in some places. Absolutely. And do you have any data as to how long the average day, for example, is in the market yard shopping centre? Yeah, we do have a lot of data. And most of the stays, the vast majority, 75, 80% would be less than two hours. Uh, we do have a an issue, though, which it's meant to be a short-stay car park, there's 400 spaces there, but we know that 60 spaces at any one time are taken up by people parking for medium to long term. And that suggests that the parking charges are not sufficient to make the car park work the way we want to. So that regime we're bringing in, it doesn't penalise people who are parking short term, which is what we want, but it would penalise people who are parking long term. So the charges go up uh, progressively more as the longer you stay. So the whole idea is that if uh, we expect this to... Uh, stop people misusing the car park by parking there all day or long or, you know, four, five, six hours. And that would then free up spaces for people. And that would have the result then you often see at the market yard, uh, people queuing to get into it. And that leads to other issues. So we're hoping that will help resolve issues like that. 
And with that average day being two hours, the cost of that average day will go from being, you know, around about two, two euro sixty, maybe slightly under if you take the 15 minutes grace they get for it when they first arrive in, to somewhere around about four euros. So for the average day, uh, except that for those who are on very short stays, it will be cheaper. But for the average day, it would actually be more expensive. Uh, no. So um, when I said about 75, 80% of people stay up to two hours, a lot of those might only stay for a half an hour. So what it works out, uh, I explained there the first hour payment. But once you go over an hour, for example, under the current situation, it goes to 260. But under the new parking regime, uh, it would go to 2 euro. And it would only go to 250 after an hour and 50 minutes and then on to 3 euro after, um, sorry, it would only go to 2 euro after an hour and 50 minutes and then it would go um, progressively up in 50 cent segments every 50 minutes. So for the first two hours, which is when most of the, par- most of the parking takes place, it pretty much evens out. Okay. Um, so it's only when it goes over that it does start to diverge but that's what we want because we want to encourage people not to park in the market yard for too long we want those spaces to be kept free because uh, there are some of the most popular spaces in the city and if we increase turnover um, that's good for business and it also means that we won't have uh, cars queuing on the road to get into the market yard car park All day car parking at Fair Green, Dean Street and Wolftown Street car parks uh, due to increase from €2 a day to €5 a day. Is that also done with the sentiment to discourage people from parking there all day? Um, So what we're doing is there's there's two car parks on Dean Street. There's the one up at St. Canis's Church and there's the one in the middle of Dean Street. And at the moment, both of those car parks are €2 for the day. Um, so the one in the middle of Dean Street, uh, that's been changed from a long-stay car park to a, a medium-stay car park. So uh, the maximum you will pay there for a day is €5. Euro. Um, it's going to be a charge of, just check me things here, so that's going to be €1 euro an hour in Dean Street. But the other thing is you can pay in 30-minute segments. You can pay 50 cents for 30 minutes. So at the moment, you have to pay €2, euro regardless of how long. Well, the first hour is free, but then after that, you have to pay €2, euro regardless of how long you stay, whereas now you'll be able to pay 50 cents, uh, sorry, um, a euro for every hour. Sorry, no, yeah, a euro for every hour, but you'll be able to pay it in 50 cent segments. The car park up at St. Canis' Church is remaining a long-stay car park. Uh, the maximum charge will go to three euro a day, but again, you're only charged a, a euro or 50 cent per hour up there. So at the moment, if you stay longer than an hour, you have to pay the two euro straight away, whereas now you'll pay um, 50 cent for an hour with a maximum charge of three euro. So quite a complicated situation, obviously trying to uh, attain a particular outcome. How do you feel and and other councillors feel about parking prices in Kilkenny in general? How do they compare to other similar sized cities around the country? Um, So they'll be at the lower end of the charges. Uh, We have done a comparison of a number of other urban centres the same size as Kilkenny. And uh, they, they compare very favourably. And when you get to the larger cities, um, obviously it gets more expensive in the larger cities. But it's all to do with really supply and demand at the end of the day. Um, you want to make the par- If the parking is too cheap, uh, what we've seen is that people are prepared to pay. It's not a disincentive for people to, um, to not park for long periods. And uh, so, again, if I go back to the market yard, we have turnover in the market yard of maybe six to seven parking events per space per day. But if someone was to park in there all day, then that space is only going to be accommodating one person for the day. Mm. So it all depends on supply and demand and where it is. So 
we're trying to um, make it more efficient. Uh, the big thing we're trying to actually is improve availability of parking. That's the big thing. That's the real disincentive to people not coming to Kilkenny is if they find it difficult to get a parking space uh, within a reasonable distance of where they're looking for. You mentioned supply and demand there a number of times and earlier on at the start of our conversation I think you talked about the fact that it's 10 years since the last assessment of parking was done in Kilkenny um, quoting somewhere in the region of 1,900 car parking spaces under the control of the Kilkenny County Council. How have the number of parking spaces within the city changed over that decade? Has there been an increase to meet with that increasing demand? No, um, there's actually been a small decrease. Um, what most urban places in Ireland would have done is they would have continued to facilitate car growth throughout the decades, and that's been to the detriment of the, the city centres. Like There's too much space uh, probably given over to uh, roads and parking and so forth. So we've seen a slight decrease in our parking spaces. Uh, for example, we lost about 25 spaces in the market yard, and we've lost some down in front of the Mayfair building. So I'd say we've probably seen a reduction of about 4 to 5% in our parking provision over the last decade. So if we've got a reduction in the number of parking spaces as the population and demand increases, um, there hasn't really been, to my understanding, a massive change in public transport access into the city um, over that period either. How do, how do people best access Kilkenny City, be it to conduct business or just for a day's leisure or shopping? Uh, well, the first thing is that there was a major change in public transport. The city bus service uh, commenced in 2019, so um, and that's been very successful. I think in 2023, we had nearly 360,000 passengers carried on the city bus service, and we will look to expand that. Uh, but what we do need to do is we do need to reduce the reliance on cars, private cars, in the city centre. And we're not trying to stop people using their cars. We're just trying to make people think, you need to think a little bit more, like, do I need to make that journey in a car? Or do I need to drive right into the centre? Could I park a little bit on the outskirts and maybe walk two or three minutes into the city centre? So that's what we're trying to do. And if we can manage that, that will improve the whole environment, the local environment of the city centre. It'll make it safer. Um, it'll reduce the noise. It'll reduce air pollution. And air pollution is becoming a very serious issue in our urban centres. Some interesting questions coming in from listeners and delighted to have them. 0833069696 is the text and WhatsApp line. If anybody wants to give us a call, they can do so on 1800 Willie's asking, if the council keep going the way they are going, they're going to kill the high street. Not letting cars park for 15 minutes on high street to go about their business will drive people away. This happened in other towns. It means people will use the disabled spots more and more. This will need to be pleased, says Willie. Um, change is obviously afoot on in terms of the drop-off points and um, that short-stay parking, for example, on High Street, the 15-minute allowance. Um, that's now going, I understand, as well. Yeah, and that was never actually um, allowed for in the original bylaws. It was something that was brought in after that. Uh, but that caused a lot of issues. It doesn't make sense to have be charging for parking and they'd make the very centre of the city free for parking because what you're saying to people is we want you to drive your cars down the high street and we don't. We want to improve footfall on the high street and if you have a congested high street that's um, something that pedestrians don't like. But if you look at the high street in particular uh, we have loading bays on high street and we're going to facilitate uh, accessible bays that's for people with blue badges and we're also going to facilitate set down. Um, the other thing is if you look at the parking provision within one or two minutes of high street you have the uh, multi-storey at Ormond Street, you have the car parking on Friary Street, car parking up at Mary's uh, 
Cathedral, you have the Market Yard car park, you have the Market Cross car park, you have nearly 2,000 parking spaces less within one or two minutes of the high street. So there is plenty of provision for people to um, park close to the high street. Um, talk to me more about the facilitating of the set-down areas and the blue badge um, parking spaces on High Street. High Street's very tight. We've got those uh, plastic bollards that came in during the COVID pandemic uh, to protect the increase in pedestrians. Is it realistically possible, do you think, to facilitate safe set-down that won't block up the traffic? I could envisage somebody, for example, trying to park um, in one of those blue disabled bays. They need quite a lot of space to be able to get wheelchairs, ramps uh, and the likes. Have you got a practical plan in placing um, for the implementation of that set-down on disabled parking on High Street? Yeah, so the, the, there are already a number of um, accessible bays on High Street, um, but it's true that uh, when those spaces were designed, the standards have changed quite a lot uh, with regard to accessible bays, that they need to be much bigger now to allow for uh, people getting wheelchairs out of boots and so forth. So at the moment, uh, we don't have a plan for that, but if we ever do amendments to the High Street, we would definitely bear that in mind. Um, with those plastic bollards you mentioned, uh, we do hope to remove those this year. We're going to slightly amend the one-way system. Uh, we received approval of the elected members quite recently there to do that, so that's something we'll be doing later on in the year. Uh, and in regard to set-down, at uh, moment what happens is the loading bays, uh, people are allowed to use them for parking for up to 15 minutes um, after 11 o'clock. But what happens is that they park there for a lot longer than that because unless you have a traffic warden standing over them when they park, you don't know what time they've pulled up. So we see an awful lot of abuse of that. And one of the biggest uh, issues that we've experienced is from delivery drivers that they can't get, they can't deliver the goods to the businesses when they need to. And they finish up driving around around the city looking for a parking space. And we have had lots of uh, incidents where they just pull up in the middle of the road because they get so frustrated. So what we're doing is you can set down a free space in a loading bay you can set down, but set down is, it means you just pull in the car, the person gets out of the car, and then you drive off. That's what set down is. You're not really taking up the uh, space for any great length of time. Okay, well, we've got Eddie on uh, line two who wanted to have a question in relation to parking. Eddie, you're very welcome along to the Casey Lord Daily. What's your question? Thank you. Um, I would just like to ask the council representative, where is the parking two or three minutes from the centre? We're talking about residential areas here which already have issues, serious issues with parking, but with activities that are on in the uh, the centre of the city and the Castle Park. And there is no parking two or three minutes from the centre unless you're going to park in the residential area. So there's already issues there that the council took on board to us a number of years ago and nothing is happening. And now the traffic seems to be going to be pushed back into the residential areas again. So I'd like to respond to that, please. Eddie, um, thanks for the question. Um, Ian, whereabouts is that re- parking two or three minutes from the city centre? Okay, so if we if we take the high street, uh, the Ormond Street multi-storey car park, there's 700 plus spaces in that. There's also a smaller car park up the road from that, which is about 100 spaces. You come to Friary Street, there's 30 spaces in a small car park there, and there's also some on-street parking. You go down to James's Street, there's some on-street parking there, but there's also about 90 spaces in the St. Mary's Cathedral car park. You go down a bit further, you've got the Market Cross car park, there's 500 plus space in that. And in the Market Jar car park, there's 400 spaces in that. So all of that adds up to about 1,700 spaces within one or two minutes of the high street. But the issue there is mentioned about residential, and we do get contacted a lot by residents uh, who don't have their own parking provision, and they do rely on parking on uh, on street. So one of the biggest issues with that is the 15 minutes free on street parking. Because again, it's very difficult for us 
the traffic wardens when they come along, if there's no ticket on the car, they don't know how long a person has been there, so they can't issue a ticket. So if I give an example of two cars pulling up on street at the same time, one of them pays for 30 minutes parking and the other one doesn't pay at all. If the traffic ward comes along after 35 minutes, he can actually find the person who paid for 30 minutes parking because their time has a lot has expired. But he can't charge the person who hasn't paid for parking because he doesn't know what time they've parked there. So one of the solutions to improving parking provision in residential areas is to remove the 15 minutes free parking. Would it, would it not be possible minutes, though, would it not be possible to have the ticket machines issue a ticket that allows people to have that 15 minutes free and therefore the parking warden can see um, that a person is still within that free time or indeed has um, overstayed on that free time? Uh, so we thought of that and uh, what you could do is you could have someone in the car with you who gets out and gets a new ticket every 15 minutes. Uh, but again, it doesn't um, it doesn't really help with the overall availability of parking if people can do that. Mm. So look at the, the most person will have to pay for 15 minutes parking right in the core is 50 cent. In other places you will get 30 minutes parking for 50 cent and in other places again you'll get an hour's parking for 50 cent. Okay. And um, just finally on this topic, are there any charges or changes, should I say, to the penalties that will be imposed for those who are overstaying and parking um, outside of the current conditions and those new current conditions coming in on Monday? No, so those um, parking fines are set nationally. So the general parking fine for not paying for your parking would be €40. Euro. Uh, they were increased um, last year or the year before to €80 euro for people parking on footpaths and parking on cycleways. And the fine for parking in an accessible bay is €150. Euro. So they change. We don't have control over those. They're set nationally. Well, Ian Gardner, um, Senior Engineer with Kilkenny County Council, thanks for joining us on the KCLR Daily and taking us through all the details of those parking charge increases or changes or reductions, as Ian would suggest also, um, coming into effect on Monday. The KCLR Daily with Brian Redmond, on air, online and on smart speaker. With thanks to the Fairgreen Shopping Centre gift card, the perfect gift for all occasions. See fairgreen.ie.